Welcome to the Packer Force Podcast. My name's Scooby McDickknuckle. <laughs> and we're the only podcast that's ballsy enough to be total douchebags. Scooby McDickknuckle? <laughs> Scooby McDickknuckle. Ruh-roh. <laughs> Connie looks so offended. <laughs> he is over it. Welcome to the Packer Forest Podcast. My name is Peter Sill. I can't believe I just attached my name to to Scooby McDick Knuckle. And I am one third of the Packer Force. The other two thirds of the Packer Force are my brothers, Andrew and Elliot Sill, the legend, the deacon, and the professor. It's really confusing when he has two names. <laughs> I know, it's right? Like you had a he third did brother. it. So they he, don't see the comma there. They don't. They don't see. I thought that I put a very good verbal comma in there, but you, yeah, you probably didn't see it. You realize uh, half of our audience has already turned it off. I they, do said, know. they said. They okay, said. I think not they were fascinated one. by Scooby McDickknuckle. <laughs> no. All right, that's enough of Scoobs. Um, Welcome to the Packer Force podcast of the first one of 2024. Ooh. It is the year 2024. Remember when it was like the year 2000 and you were like, whoa, it's the future, man. This is crazy. And now we're just going into years that you thought you'd be dead for most of your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, and it just continuously gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and it's not looking up. It's an election year. Between a fucking asshole's knuckle and a moose's knuckle. Yeah. And they're both just sticking each other's heads up their mother's cunts. But if we had a Scooby McDick knuckle <laughs> to unite We the gotta country. get off Scoob. Scoob had one shot. Also knuckles. That's it. But you know what is looking up, and that is Jordan Love. Hey. <laughs> Here we go. Transition. Jordan Love, what haven't we said about, what is being said about Jordan Love? He's great. He's great. It's coronation season for Jordan Love right now. Hey, I said that in the pre-show. That was my line. That was his idea. That's right. But as host, I take credit for it. That's fine. As well as... You go, okay. buddy. Anyway, so so Jordan Love, uh, it seems pretty inevitable that he is the, the quarterback of the future. All questions for now have been removed. Um, that scares me a little bit because I'm I'm like waiting for a down to come. He's been trending up for so long. The other shoe to drop. You're waiting for the other shoe to drop. But what is what is that great line? Guess what? No one's counting shoes. No one's counting shoes. I don't know what that's from. But also, you oh, can tell me later. It's no. fine. Uh, the the thought I had today while I was in the shower was like, what if he just blows his knee out during this Bears game? Like, I, I just, like, I'm trying to look out, like, it's like, come on. We can't, we can't lose him to injury. You know, yeah. you're worried. Because, like, he's good enough. It's not a question of, it's the same question that the Jets have with Aaron Rodgers, which is, is he healthy? How many people you think that day joked, like, dude, what if Aaron Rodgers on, like, the third play of the game blows his ACL out? <laughs> Dude, that would not shut enough. Up. Don't even not talk enough about of, that. Not enough people said that apparently <laughs> to successfully counter jinx. There is, yeah, there was one dude that jinxed that, <laughs> and like, I wish he would expose himself. 
I mean, every Jets fan jakes did by being like, we fleeced the Packers. <laughs> That's That was the jinx. When they were just the Jets all along. <laughs> hey, so here, so, I mean, yeah, what hasn't been said about Jordan Love? Everybody's talking about how good. I want to talk about what hasn't been said as well. What hasn't this been is, said? This is the beginning of a segment that I like to call, hey, what's everybody talking about? And... Hey, what are we not talking about? So we're going to talk about the things that are being talked about and the things that aren't being talked So what are people not saying about Jordan Love right now? I don't think enough people are talking about how his facial hair needs to evolve a little bit. Mm. I know it's first year. It's early. But the little teardrop beard at the bottom, mm-hmm. it gives real immaturity and mm. I, I need I I don't expect him to make the change this season, but coming into next season, I need to see some grown man facial hair mm. or just a smooth face. It's very it's very freshman-y. He's gotta like he's gotta figure out his himself. It looks like he's more. got a nipple on his chin. That's I weird. mean he's pretty much well, he's had short hair before, but okay, top of the head. I like it. He's growing it out a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's fine. got it's got some shape to fine it. Fine with his hair hair. Facial facial hair. So what are you thinking? Just clean shaven or like some Ooh, I'm not gonna make his choices for him. All I'm saying is the choice that he's going with now, bad. Well he seems to be in a long term relationship. You remember I not to get into girlfriend talk, we, we you know you get hated on for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. When there's not like he's not like going on the night before the game in Miami to hit the clubs and shit. Like, he's he's in a long-term relationship with the same girlfriend that was at the Chiefs game two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they gotta, mm-hmm. they gotta like, convene. And mm-hmm. she's, like, gotta be like, listen, we're getting this contract. Step your look up a little bit. Okay, okay. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go counter that whatever he's doing with his facial hair is working right now. Mm-hmm. So I think I think you just gotta go with that. I think right now is not the time to change. I think coming into next season, I think we can see like that's what he said, yes. right? That is what you said. That's what I said. That, that's yeah, we okay. all know you gotta stick with it through this season. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's working. You can't change it mid midstream, but okay. next season. All right, moving on to to Elliot's idea. What? Are we not talking about with Jordan Love? And here, I got I got one. I got a setup for you. Okay, set me up. Because we're saying, oh, don't compare Jordan Love to Aaron Rodgers right now. I think most people are saying that. What is Jordan Love doing better than Aaron Rodgers right now? Besides playing football. Shutting the fuck up. Shutting the fuck up. Knowing how to handle himself... Yeah, yeah. I think not he, randomly accusing celebrities of being pedophiles. Mm, that's, that's a good, a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little disappointing though. He's not. He's not making the most of his earning potential. He could be making millions of dollars appearing on the Pat McAfee <laughs> show. So you really want to see that out of your franchise leader, as far as the endorsements and the. You want to see him just suck up as much money as he possibly can. Being already the richest paid player in the NFL. 
really going after it. Speaking of what people are talking about, I have seen people start to say, like, oh, his contract's extension is going to be big. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, earlier in the season, the question was, do you give him the Daniel Jones extension? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the kind of middle mid-level of, like, <clears throat> you're not Patrick Mahomes, we mm-hmm. don't think, but we're going to pay you a lot. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay you more than we would pay anybody that wasn't going to start for the next four years. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, <clears throat> I'm ready to pay Jordan Love like a franchise quarterback, whatever that entails in the modern NFL. Yeah, there's really the one deal, it seems. There is either you get paid more than anyone else in NFL history, mm-hmm. or you get paid like $4 million less than that. <laughs> there's really no yeah. in-between. It's, it's kind of crazy how the quarterback market is. I think he absolutely deserves the Daniel Jones deal, and I don't think that Daniel Jones at all deserves the Daniel Jones, <laughs> yeah, that's, right? That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> is Daniel Jones has the Daniel Jones deal, so now you have to. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I, Daniel fucking Jones? <laughs> like, <clears throat> I, I got two things that I think Aaron Rod- or Jordan Love is doing better than Aaron Rodgers. One is girlfriend. Ronica seems fucking solid. Her name's like, Ronica? Yeah. Okay. Her name's Ronica. And, like, they seem super good together. She's not, like, a celebrity. He's not, you know, Jordan Love isn't a star fucker. He's not chasing some weird dream. It, Yet. It's like, yeah, let's I mean, hold Ronica on. He's not a star. Yeah, that's true. But he Ronica doesn't have his own like, star dick bait yet. Anyway, he's doing well on that right now. And also... Jordan Love, I think he just gets into the game in a different way. He's a competitor in a different way. I I loved the competitiveness of Aaron Rodgers until it really mattered. And I don't think I've seen Jordan Love like come up to a challenge that he hasn't really overcome. I don't think I've seen... You know, he's faced challenges in games. And then, like, a game or two later, he always seems to overcome them. That's a weird comparison, though, when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who regressed significantly in that area, because that's something he used to have Mm -hmm. going for him, right? Mm -hmm. When he was at the Jordan, the stage of his career that Jordan loves at now. Mm -hmm. But he, like, I I think that's just the benefit of having a young guy. Mm-hmm. And having a young guy who's not like, you know, one thing I used to say about sitcom characters, and I hated sitcoms, is all the characters would develop into themselves. Mm-hmm. They'd all become more like, you know, Michael Scott became more Michael Scotty as the office went on. Yeah. He didn't become better as a person the way that we're all trying to. And yeah, they tried to carry that thread through an office fanatic would probably debate me on that. Uh-huh. But it's not true. Because if you watch season one and you watch season five, he's like way more of this like well, He's a loud. cartoon character version of yeah, himself. Yeah, and it's yeah. like sitcom characters just that's how they develop. And Aaron Rodgers developed into this caricature of himself that, that yeah. kind of materialized. Like he developed a little bit and then he's just becoming more and more of this guy that's like conspiracy theorist like doctors aren't real i'm the true illuminati like what a (laughs) fucking weirdo so jordan love is still trying to develop his character in a very legitimate way and i think Mm -hmm. like 
we're seeing growth. We're seeing him approach challenges with, with zest, mm-hmm. and he's coming out the other side of them better for it. And mm-hmm. I, I looks, you know, said going into last week's game, he's got to win the game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard. It, was, it wasn't hard, but he, <laughs> but he did, did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> he did the things. He took yeah, what was man. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right. I like the way I like the way that he gets into games and the way mm-hmm. that he is on a level with the guys. And if you know if he if his energy rises, so does the teams. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers had a disconnect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why we're going to be nine and eight and not eight and nine. Mm. 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 We'll get there. We'll get there. Next up, in what are we talking about? And what are we not talking about? We're going to bring up Joe Barry. What's everybody talking? Everybody is kind of has this, I think, this moderate view of him. It's like, yeah, he did great. You think ever? Hold on. You think everyone has a moderate view of Joe Barry? <laughs> I think. Let me stop you. Most, right I there. think for the most part, <laughs> that moderate view, being the conglomerate view, being that Joe Barry did his job last game. But he's still getting fired at the end of the year. Get his fucking ass out of there. Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, the moderate view is fuck Joe Barry. Is fuck Joe Barry. Like, just don't fuck this up for us. Right. Basically, right? Indeed. Yeah. I think the thing we're not talking about with Joe Barry is how he's fully redeemed himself and how he'll probably be around next year after the Packers win Two playoff games. Two playoff games. Two playoff games. Go to the NFC Championship. And Jordan Love loses the game. This is one of the <laughs> things where you're bridge, you're like edging. You're like on the edge of like, okay, this is obviously a joke versus like, no. Because if the Packers <laughs> do win two playoff games, you're going to hear people make a case to keep Barry around because oh, yeah. they'll have to perform decently to get there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But no, no, <laughs> no, no one's talking about complete redemption for Joe Barry because it. The what? Vikings started the worst fucking guy I've ever seen play quarterback. Yeah, that was so bad. That was like <laughs> Brett Rippin again. It was it was terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. And then they threw out a worse quarterback. <laughs> they brought out their quarterback who was like. A known shitty commodity. It's like, all right, this guy throws interceptions all the fucking time. This guy looks like more racist Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and he's all we got. So, yeah, it's it's another Brett Rippin experience yeah. for the for the Joe. It's like he's so bad, he's not even Tommy DeVito good. Yeah, um, but I think smarter people than me pointed out a couple things that they liked the trending direction of, of the defense, which is fine. I mean, that's always mm-hmm. been the case. Like Joe Barry has been a guy who's going to get his ass kicked and then like is going to do something different next mm-hmm. time. But yeah. he's going to get his ass kicked the whole way down. Yep. yep. And then he'll do something different. So what we need, this is, this is what I think we could be talking about, is that we need Joe Barry to be good. And so, Absolutely. And so when he sucks, you need to fucking call him out on it because hopefully he reacted really well to everybody wanting him out of fucking Green Bay. And, and like, it was really, that was it. 
I felt like last week against the against the Panthers. After that game, it was like, dude, you won the game. Yes, we won, but you have to get the fuck out of here, all the way. And I feel like he reacted really well to that, and you know, only allowed ten points. <laughs> and one of them, the only touchdown drive was a seven yard drive. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yes, he played a shitty... But he's made shitty quarterbacks look pretty good. Um, So, you know, I think a lot of people probably didn't like Matt LaFleur giving Joe Barry a game ball. I think right now you got to pick the lowest guy up on the whole team. I mean, absolutely. I think you're... You are the most depressing fucker in this clubhouse. If your plan is to drag him to the end of the season and let him go when Mm -hmm. this is all finally over... Yes. Then, yeah, you gotta gotta boost his spirits a little bit. Well, because you also figure, like, he's he's coaching for his next job, too. He's coaching to be taken seriously ever again. Hey, let's get Joe Barry a job. (laughs) Let's get Joe Barry... (laughs) Let's get him a secondary specialist like sex se- like pass coverage coordinator on the Washington Commanders. Yeah, well, something like that or like what's the opposite of a Joe Barry defense? Like you think like the Lions I feel like they're a little bit more sta- like maybe the Lions need some of that Joe Barry defense or the the 49ers, right? Yeah. Maybe they need some Joe Barry. Let's get him a good job. <laughs> Anyway, fuck uh, Joe Barry, but not yet. (laughs) Wait to fuck Joe Barry. All right, the next thing I have on this list is, uh, Andrew, you mentioned shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) I did. So, what did you want to say about shrimp? Absolutely nothing. I was just throwing out a nonsense word. Okay, okay, all right. I didn't highlight that that and bring it back. Hey, (laughs) now hold on, hold on. I'm kind of, I don't know what it is. I'm not really feeling shrimp rings anymore as a game day food. They haven't been thawing at the correct pace for us. Well, that's... Have you guys been doing them without me? Yeah, we've done shrimp rings, yeah. Or is this just that Andrew stopped bringing shrimp rings? (laughs) No, 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 no. No, No, we get shrimp rings when you're not here like all the time. Dude, I actually, I, I'm totally fine if we upgrade. Why do you say that like a liar? <laughs> I actually don't mind switching to the fake crab meat. Fake crab meat is fantastic, too. That was great. The little plastic square of fake crab meat. The crab meat we had on New Year's was real. That was real crab meat. That was real crab meat? Fuck if I know, man. It oh, had man. like it had like a thing on it that was like, this is this crab. Oh. Yeah. His really? name was Chandler. Yeah. No, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. What he it was. also took a too long bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But a bunch. Hey, it's 2024. It's fine to joke about it now. Yeah. That joke was better than I thought it was. Oh, my gosh. Um, we got binged. Okay. <laughs> uh, Elliot, the thing you brought up next was Josiah DeGuara. 
Yeah. Everyone's talking about Josiah Yeah, DeGuara. where's Josiah DeGuara at? <laughs> the leadership vacuum of Josiah DeGuara, one of the elder veterans on the offense. What the fuck, Josiah? This was your time to take the reins, buddy. Mercedes is gone. A-Rod is gone. <laughs> Dude, Aaron Jones has been in and out of the lineup. I this am... is Josiah DeGuara's team, and he needs to start acting like it. <laughs> Josiah DeGuara is the longest tenured fourth string tight end <laughs> in the league. There is never... Has he ever been number three? No, like No. <laughs> maybe the first game of the year, he was like sh- switching it up with, you know... Tucker Craft. Yeah. Who didn't know where he was at all. Yep. Okay. Uh, Josiah DeGuara, I have here, Josiah DeGuara is a pockmark on the flesh of the divine house of Lombardi. <laughs> Might be a little overkill. It's a little bit overkill. He's kind of a nothing on nothing that will never manifest into anything. <laughs> He's been overtaken by what Tucker if Josiah DeGora catches two touchdowns and has like 80 yards? Then what do we do? We have too many. That's too many wide receivers. <laughs> Are we still dressing him? I, I, he is. Yeah, he's dressed. He's working more as a fullback, I think, in like blocking situations. I thought we had other people playing. For is, that. Wait, yeah? where did Josiah DeGora go to college? He went to. He went to Cincinnati. Yes. Where did he go to high school? <laughs> because you can always tell a Milford man. It's <laughs> Josiah DeGora on game day is neither seen nor heard. Nice. There it is. Hey, DJ. He's a Milford man. You know what else everybody is talking about? How fucking crazy Jair Alexander is. That dude... Um, is <clears throat> early onset Rogersing. Early onset Rogersing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's turning more serious. And this is what people are not talking about. <clears throat> is that craziness a part of his magic? It may have been. Mm-hmm. I think the magic's about to end. Although I do think he's going to play his ass off the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, he and LaFleur commented on their conversations mm-hmm. in the last couple days and said they were very positive and they may have actually learned to understand each other better. Mm. <clears throat> I believe their understanding of each other is, hey, look, this is fucked. This isn't working at all. How about this? For the rest of the year, let's just say really nice things, do our best, and we'll get you the best deal we can next year, bud. Mm-hmm. I think it's that simple. I think it's done next year. I think everybody has realized that from now on, let's just say positive things in interviews so your next team doesn't think they're getting a crazy asshole. Your interviews are going to be more serious because you don't want to say crazy shit because you're on a short leash if you do and we'll fuck up your next deal they're like Jair do you want to be here in Green Bay and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> yes mm-hmm. it's like yeah. boy <clears throat> I am not He. I think he's just like, like 
ever since that interviewer who was like, I'm going to lie to you guys. <laughs> There's like an interview where he's like, I'm going to lie to you guys a bunch. Ever since then, I've been like, that's all this is. He's just lying the whole time. He's just lying. They're like, was your po- conversation positive? He's like, yeah, it was. And I'm like, he's fucking doing it again. He's lying. <laughs> he was just sitting there in that office the whole time being like, oh my God, these fucking... Old white men don't yeah. understand me at all. Man, I felt for him too when I was watching that interview, and you just see all these like fifty-year-old baggy white men hitting <laughs> yeah. shit right on his chin. Now, do you know, so how do you think that the conversation went? Did you expect to get suspended there? Yeah. Do you feel like you really love it here in Green Bay? Do you like? Do you love the people that you see? Do you when my 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 son said he saw you at the. The quick trip the other day. Did you? Did you? He said you didn't say hi back. Are you? Are you feeling okay, Jair? That's how Green Bay reporters said. Do you like the coffee cakes at the Piggly Wiggly? <laughs> My wife makes those, just so you know. <laughs> if you oh, guys yeah. couldn't tell, all three of us are white, <laughs> and we hate the whites. Um. <laughs> Do you think that this is... So, do you guys both agree that this is Jair's last year here? I don't agree with that necessarily. I'm always in the camp of conservatism regarding player movement and management, and I'm, like, you know, always yeah. thinking, like, they'll figure it out. They'll I mean, play some football and forget about it. I feel like magic can happen to change it, but I think their stance right now as it stands is that's their outlook. And I think... That it, if you fire Joe Barry, if you bring in a new defensive coordinator, that changes the conversation significantly. I think like, mm-hmm. God, the vibes are so shitty on defense. It's like, mm-hmm. D- Devondre Campbell's wife tweeted, "I cannot wait for the season to finally be over." Mm-hmm. And that she only is saying that because of how work makes her husband feel. Mm-hmm. That there's you don't. There's no other reason to say that. It's not like she's like, I miss him. Like, that's not the context here. Right. The context is Devondre is being criticized. The defense is playing horribly. He's trying his best to play through injury and was upset enough to tweet like, oh, I guess I'm never playing through injury again because this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. And when I play and I'm put in a horrible position, I look like shit and I get made, you know. And so the... The vibes on defense are terrible, and you have the feeling that, like, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, Rudy Ford, and, like, a couple other guys are still bought in on defense. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Jair, you've got Quay, like, you've got Keyshawn Nixon, you've got Devondre Campbell... Mm-hmm. Um, who guys who are just like, what are we doing? We look like assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you've heard, you know, you've heard stuff from all of them. It's it, yeah, looks real bad right now on defense. Yeah. The vibes feel terrible, and right. I think if you're that's has to be a major consideration in whether beyond mm-hmm. just the poor performance of like. Where is the leadership on defense? Who leads the defense? It's... Who name a person. We've, I think we've been waiting for it for so long. We felt like we had Zadarius Smith for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that went fucking nuts. <laughs> tits up. Yeah. That went tits up. Um, 
Yeah, you keep waiting for it. I th- I think your leader, you want it to be Rashawn Gary. I f- I just want a. L- I think in the locker room, the energy, the passion that he carries, absolutely everyone sees that and everybody respects that. On the field, I think it's like yeah, he is he is our leader. But how many locker rooms is he a leader? Is he the leader in? Right. You know? Um, I think I think he's good, but I think this defense still has a little ways to go to find to find that guy, maybe. Um, and it should just be your coordinator. It can be your coordinator. That's fine. If you have mm-hmm. a good defensive coordinator, yeah. that can be, you know, especially if everyone's put in a position to succeed, your leaders are going to come out because they're going to be confident. They're going to be, like, mm-hmm. happy. No one's happy on defense. No one's happy with how the defense plays. No one feels good about themselves on yeah. defense. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. It's the the secondary situation is so strange where you got our defense playing worse with our star players out there. It seems with Jair Alexander out there, it's not it's not mm-hmm. gelling right. And so right now, this core that you have that kind of has their rhythms down. Is Carrington Valentine and Corey Ballantyne and Isaiah McDuffie and Isaiah McDuffie, right? And like young guys that you know probably have more potential than they have skill right now, but it's just it's just not there. That's why that's why you know earlier I was saying that we need you know some other veteran presence. Rasul Douglas, it just still boggles me. It boggles my tits why we let him go. Yeah, looking back, can you even imagine that we were sellers at the deadline? That's yeah. insane. It's really crazy. And to think that the person being sold was not Jair Alexander. Now, mm. like to go along with where I think Jair might end up next year, I think he sticks around with the team. But I think that if it continues to go south, he is definitely getting traded. By the deadline next year, I Maybe. I kind of think that's how that that would play out for me. I hope not. I mean, we gotta we get the only way to get through this is to play football and to play good enough football to like put it behind you. Um, you know, that's what people aren't talking about. That well, we got to play good football. We got to play some good football. We got to play some good fucking football nobody's talking about that no one's talking about that holy shit somebody get on the pokemon fucking let me tweet that (laughs) we have to play good football (laughs) people gotta know this shit god damn okay so that ends up that's that's our first segment that's our first segment uh, what are people Let's talking about? That was great. That was a good segment. Good clack, job, clack, us. Clack, clack, good clack, job, clack. us. All right, let's have a word from our sponsor, which is... Don't say bread. What? Our sponsor is what? Me. The wonderful question, what? Have you ever thought, what? We have two. When watching Joe Barry's defense all the time. <laughs> Have you ever seen what Aaron Rodgers said and thought, What? And you thought that wasn't enough? Now what has a new product called 
What the fuck? <laughs> From the makers of what? what? An upgraded version that really gets to the point of what the fuck is going on? Yes, and along with this product that we are improvisationally advertising, camel water is now a thing. Have you ever wished a camel drank your water and then spit it into a canteen? And had that good camel one-two hump flavor in your water. Camel water. Brought to you by what? Does your, does your water not hurt? Camel water. What? 50 miles an hour. Wait. Spit right into your what eye. What the fuck? <laughs> I, let me test the new product. And that was our second segment. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. This All is right. the kind of podcast where you just cough on it. Because who cares? Blow whistle. All right. Let's, let's move on now to the Bears game. Do you guys remember the first Bears game? That was so long ago. That was a long time ago. One thing like I, a half an hour. Like, one thing I one thing I think of a lot is I think of questions I would ask if I were a reporter in a locker room, and mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I would ask Matt Lafleur is how is how different is it, you know, when you have a second matchup with a team, and your second matchup with Detroit was a handful of weeks after the first match with Detroit. Same for the Vikings. This Bears matchup that you had was was as far away ago as it as it can be it's so long ago how much how does that change how you use that first matchup to prepare i mean is, is it is it useless is it a little useful what what is that like yeah and matt lafleur would say that's a great question Elliot. i'm glad you asked <laughs> that because you know it really does make a difference when we're looking back uh you know a few weeks ago as opposed to at the at the beginning of the season we were you know, both teams are trying new things, and uh, it, it really affects it a lot. And, wow, you know, the more I think about it, I I, I really should change the game plan t- <laughs> to reflect that because... God know. damn, thank God you're here. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. Thanks so much for that question, Professor. I think we're going to... I think we're going to add in some things that we... Let's, let's go ahead and watch the Atlanta game. And, and see what they did last week too, because we were just going to watch the first game. But now that you mentioned that, that's that's a really good idea. Uh, goodbye, guys. I got to go get to work. <laughs> I got I got to go. go see something. You just gave me a great idea. I need to get I need to get in my office right now. Hey, professor, <laughs> you're with me, bud. <laughs> and then our family is out of poverty. <laughs> We can afford more than one one. podcast microphone. Hooray. These are the kind of get-rich-quick schemes that people aren't thinking about. (laughs) No, but to be serious, we did just rewatch the Bears game, and I think you throw that tape out and you fucking burn it. Uh-huh. Like, I've watched enough bad. Bears games this season. They're a completely different team. They have gotten rid of yeah. one of their big receivers. They're not running the same play calls. 
They're on different sheet completely on different timing and pace. Justin Fields is completely 180'd his awful start to the season. He, I mean, yeah. he was doing some things that are on film that were scary back then, but yeah, he's doing other things now that he wasn't able to do back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I think the more you can mention that first game, because he's... Justin Fields in the beginning of the season really seemed like he was in this anxious state. I don't, there was something about him watching him in in the preseason where when he was going through those reads, it was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? What is this guy doing? He looks a little bit more calm. He looks like the offense is being catered to him a little bit more. Um, and I think the more you can bring up that first game and try to show him clips of that and get him back <laughs> into that traumatic headspace, I think the Packers have a better shot of winning this game. Well, let's go hang out with Justin. Let's hang. Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. <laughs> Come watch this awesome game. You did great in it. You want to go have a beer, Justin? Man, I like beer. <laughs> A lot of the guys around here don't really drink much beer, but me, I I drink beer. <laughs> See how not racist that impression of a black guy was? You couldn't tell at all he was doing a black guy impression. Yeah. Whatsoever. That's not what it was about. <laughs> I know. And that's why it's perfecto. Now, I want to ask, so yeah, it is a, uh, it is a totally... Different. It's a different game. It's a different game. <laughs> but actually, is it the same game? If you think about where, like, because this this feels like we're more evenly matched, right? It feels like, yes, we are a better team. That's how it felt in the beginning of the year. That it, is, that's true. It felt like we were the better team, that our team was going to be able to, to pull up. out the win. They might have some young pieces that they're trying to put together. And it still feels like that. Like, there would have been a point a couple weeks ago where, you know, at some point that we were obviously the better team. Like, mm-hmm. after week one. Week two, you would have been like, oh, yeah, we're obviously the better team. Right. But it still feels, in some ways, kind of like that first game in terms of expectations. The thing that I'm worried about is that it is the same game as another game. But it's not that first Bears game. It's the game before that. It's week mm. 18 in Green Bay <laughs> against the Lions yeah. coming into town. Yeah. With the Packers being 8-8 eight and eight needing a win to get into the playoffs. Uh-huh. It's that fucking game all over again. Yeah. Right? yeah. I was thinking about that today in my shower, too, before I thought of the Jordan Love ACL tear thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that on purpose, by the way. People are going to... I'm going to get all kinds of nasty emails that are like, mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, who do you think you are ideating about Jordan Love getting hurt? That's that's shitty. And I'm like, yeah. I can't control what I think <laughs> when I'm in the shower. Mom. Yeah, and so... <laughs> I, I was thinking about this too. It's like the Lions game analog makes a lot of sense. Do you think mom knows what a podcast is? Not really. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's like, isn't that just the radio? <laughs> uh, but she's not wrong. To in order for this to be the same game as the Lions game, 
the Bears have to be the same team as the Lions. Mm-hmm. And bitch, these Bears are not those Lions. These Bears do not have an emotional leader like Dan Campbell. They do not have an emotional leader on the field like Jamal Williams. They are not going places. They don't know where they're going. They don't know if they're going to take a franchise quarterback or if they're going to stick with the one that they have. They're all looking to Justin Fields in the huddle and being like, he's here for this week. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the same thing at all. And this, this franchise is not gotten it together. They still don't have it together. They still haven't built coherently around, you know, ownership to GM to head coach to quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have not done that. That's great for confidence sake, but another thing about the Chicago Bears is they have absolutely nothing to lose. Right. I it mean, would be totally fucking uplifting to every one of their mm-hmm. dead souls to go out there and end mm-hmm. the Packers season. They already have the number one pick secured. Yeah. So really, their draft pick, what the fuck does it mean if they win or lose? They're good to win or lose this game. Justin Fields is playing to fucking prove everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. And that dude is fucking dangerous. With the ball in his hand scrambling, mm-hmm. there's one guy in the league right now that's more dangerous than him. And he's probably going to be the MVP. <clears throat> Speaking of MVPs... And yet, Justin Fields is not Lamar Jackson, and the Bears' offense does not threaten in the way that the Ravens' offense does. They have to, they have to prove it. Yeah. We've got a Joe Barry defense against it. Justin Fields said that, yeah, those fans in Green Bay are probably going to be loud. They don't have much else to do. And really, it's, it's a shock. Shit-talking coming from someone who... Has never beaten the Packers. True. Of the many chances that he's had, more chances than just about any other team besides the Lions and Vikings, um, he hasn't proved shit. He hasn't proved shit against the Packers. Is it really shit-talking, or is it just a normal observational joke? It's shit-talking in that people are going to take it as shit-talking. They are going to take it as shit-talking. Yes. But it's just a normal joke. It was. It was a normal joke. But it was a shit-talky sort of joke. And the thing is, is that the fans aren't going to listen to the context. Oh, no. Absolutely So not. We're all going to overreact and make it, Oh, Justin Fields shouldn't be saying that shit. He's a loser. Yeah. But it's true. We don't, in Green Bay, have shit to do about football. Yeah. And, to the contrary, Green Bay pays the fuck attention to their football. Like, mm-hmm. They don't can, have you, shit else you can say it as a joke, but saying, hey, this whole town really fucking pays attention to the football team. It's not like a derogatory joke coming from a football player. Are you talking shit that people care about what you do? It's like being an astronaut and saying, oh, people give a fuck about the moon landing there. <laughs> Justin Fields is no astronaut. <laughs> he is not an astronaut. He's no Josh Dobbs. I just looked at the Bears' strength of victory. It's bad. They haven't beaten anybody except the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't beaten anybody except the Lions, but also the Chiefs. Also the Chiefs. Yeah. And then after those two great wins, we had two massively regressive losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
those don't not count anymore. It's not. It's not like they they didn't dis. They didn't negate them. There's we still are that team that beat the Chiefs. We just don't know how to handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy DeVito and Baker Mayfield. We know how to handle Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. We handled Justin Fields several times before, and I believe that we can do it again. And I believe we're motivated and. It you know. Okay, so we know that the we know that the defense is dog shit, without looking at the stats, which is kind of one of the running themes of this show. Without <laughs> looking at the stats, where would you put the Packers' defense right now? Stats aside, like playing in December since December. In terms of like ranking the league, them, ranking them, yeah, top five, top ten, top fifteen. It's weird because it feels like we have this like like this two-faced defense that can be a top 15 defense or a, a bottom five <clears throat> defense. Okay, that's not the question I asked, but I love it. Yeah. No, that is the question you asked. I said And offense. what I'm saying <coughs> What? You said defense. Did I say defense? You've been talking Absolutely. about defense this whole time. Mm-hmm. I said our defense is dog shit, but where is our offense range? You nope. said, That's what I meant. You said to our say. defense is dog shit, but where is our defense? To say. You're fired. Oh god damn it! So the Packers' offense is something that we have not talked about yet. Mm-hmm. Where would you guys rank this offense uh, <laughs> in the league right now? Yeah. Well, let's start. Let's start in the NFC. Yeah. Um. I mean, there is San Francisco. There is Dallas. We're getting there. Um. Lions, I put us on par with them. I, I don't see why they're a better offense than us uh-huh, right uh-huh. now. No, I think our running game is with Aaron, when Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon are clicking, which they have been more and more. Uh, they're great, and uh, with with our offense, you can't not cover anyone. You have to cover every single person on the field. Otherwise, Bo Melton is going to fucking cut you to shreds. Right? Uh, so, I don't know. The Eagles are trending down right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a little bit out of sorts. It sounds like things are, uh, there's trouble in paradise there. And then who else is there? There's Sean McVay and the Stafford Rams. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're clicking. They're hot. The Packers are sixth in scoring in the NFC. In the NFC? Yep. Okay. Behind the teams you mentioned. This is why uh, the, I didn't want to look at the stats. The Niners, the Lions, the this is why I did look at the stats. Mm-hmm. Eagles, um, the Cowboys mm-hmm. have the number one offense, tied with the 49ers. Now do it since December. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. and that's more what I'm thinking. Like, who is hot right now? The Packers' offense is fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. Thirty three points in consecutive weeks. Yeah, thirty three points in consecutive weeks. Uh, yeah, deep. 20 and 22 before that, but yeah, you know. and then we lost two games to the um, to the Bulls and the, the Bulls and, Pacers, you know, the and the crack. The thing that no one is actually talking about in regards to Joe Barry's defense, Ooh, what's no one talking about, is something I've been trying to bring to the fore, which is like part of Joe Barry's style is to to make the team work the entire field and make mm-hmm. them drive incrementally. You're not giving up any big plays. Mm-hmm. A byproduct of that is your opponent has these insanely long scoring drives. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. <clears throat> like I looked it up against the Buccaneers, the Packers spent more time giving up scoring drives in that game than the Chargers did mm-hmm. the same week when they gave up 63 points. Mm-hmm. So the Chargers defense was like on the field getting scored on for less mm-hmm. in that 63-point shellacking mm-hmm. than Joe Barry's defense was giving up 34 to the Buccaneers. Because it's every it's like every touchdown drive is like at least eight plays, mm-hmm. usually four more minutes, mm-hmm. and like 60-plus yards. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter where you start with Joe Barry. As long as you're doing decently you go the whole length of the field yeah and so that drives scoring down on both sides that mm-hmm. drives down the scoring defense it also limits the number of possessions your offense can have yeah and so this offense which has like felt potent in games where it scored 20 mm-hmm. is actually being limited by joe barry because our defense is fucking spending eight minutes of the third quarter against carolina getting a giving up a touchdown mm-hmm. and it's like jordan loves playing awesome can we please just get him the ball one way or another like if we're gonna get a touchdown up let's just fucking do it mm-hmm. and yeah. then we can get the ball back yeah but you like to draw these drives out because we have turnover tuesdays or thursdays or whatever the fuck we were calling it and the more plays you can make them run the more opportunities you have to flip one of those plays into a field flipping opportunity the turnovers have not materialized and also the soft coverage that we're playing incentivizes short game quick throws which negates your pressure Mm -hmm. from your defensive line so the whole thing is built around if our defensive line can get pressure then we can force bad plays and stall drives and get the ball back. Mm-hmm. But we don't... The defense is like, oh, yeah, take six yards on first down every single time. And they're like, yeah. sure. And that does not take long enough for Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith to beat their guys. Taking play calling away, what is the weak link on defense? So you mean like personnel-wise? Yes. I think there's plenty... I think a young, very extremely young secondary, a uh, pass rush that I, I think our pass rush is is moderate, right? Is moderately strong. Um, I think it's middle linebacker. Middle. I think it's still middle linebacker. Quay has not elevated to the the length that we need him to. Devondre Campbell is a shell of the player he was in his All Pro season, which I never thought was that great to begin with. I haven't, mm. I've been shy about this because he was a feel-good story, and everyone was like, I mean, why Why would mm. you Why would you dissent to that? But I was never impressed mm-hmm. with Devondre Campbell's, like, all-pro campaign. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's, like, there, he's making plays, he's solid. Mm-hmm. He was never doing the Fred Warner shit. He right. was never doing the Roquan Smith shit. Right, right. And the Bobby Wagner shit. It was, it was... You know, he played solid off-ball linebacker, but that's, I think, mm. a huge key component of what makes a defense pop versus what makes one that's mm-hmm. sure. rudderless. Yeah. By the way, I'm expecting a, a big game from Quay Walker this week. He had a pick six <coughs> in, in the first meeting against the Bears. Yeah. People forget. Yeah. I think you know, we need to put him back in that mind space. Yeah. I think, you know, Quay Walker... 
is one of my heroes for this season, and he has been all year. The way that, you know, like he had so many shitty penalties last year, and the way that he's controlled himself this year, and he made that at a point of emphasis, and he, he went, up, went out and did it. Yeah. That's huge. I think it's time for him to start letting go and playing free. Because I think he's been probably, uh, he's been working on controlling himself. It's time to let go. That's what I think. Yeah, Quay's had an up and down season, but when it's been up, it's been extremely up. And if we can harness and wrangle the ups. Okay, well he's walking away, so let's. I've got to give the cat treat. (laughs) So, how do we stop Justin Fields? Um, you've got to have someone who's dedicated to, to spying him. And, mm-hmm. you know, is a, is a traditional QB spy going to work against Justin Fields? Not all the time, mm-hmm. but it'll help. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you also, you know, he runs into sacks all the time. Mm-hmm. He, he'll mm-hmm. run into sacks. You're going to get sacks against Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a case where if you demand of him that he play on schedule, disciplined, fucking within the flow of things offense, um, he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that Justin Fields is the kind of quarterback that doesn't really know, that doesn't really have the inside track to beat Joe Barry because mm-hmm. he's wants to make, he wants to make plays happen. He wants to make things. And if you, I mean, he hasn't shown an ability to just like dink mm-hmm. and dunk easy shit mm-hmm. down the field, and uh, he struggled yeah. with that against us in week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know, the Bears have a, a strong running game. Mm-hmm. I'm more worried about stopping the Bears' running attack. Yes, than I am about stopping Justin Fields. Justin Fields' running attack. I think that's that's what I'm worried about. The I'm most. not worried about. I, Joe I'm Barry. About Joe it. Barry hasn't been dusted by by running quarterbacks outside of Tommy DeVito, who like was a surprise when that he was mobile. Not for me. Wasn't for me. I saw that coming a mile away. I knew that was going to happen. Well, Joe Barry didn't, and so you know. I, and I heard smarter people than me say that they were surprised for the first couple RPOs, but then from there, mm-hmm. why didn't you adjust? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now. <clears throat> Justin Fields has always been able to run, and he's leaned on that more in in his younger days. And he's never, like beaten us with it he's never damaged us with not it. yet if i'm luke getsy but we've seen it we've if seen i'm it. luke getsy i'm like i know exactly how to kill the packers because that is how i have been killed many a times yeah but we're not those defenses anymore we're a shitty we're a, a different kind of shitty defense now <laughs> we're not the same defense we're not the same defense that gave up all those yards to colin kaepernick none of the same pieces are there it's 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 a completely finished closed book (laughs) it's not the same okay so that's it well I I have one more question there's other things that we can talk about of course there's one more question that I have 
Do you think the Packers can win the Super Bowl? No. I don't really think they can, but I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, if they win comfortably this week, mm-hmm. say they get a six seed, they match up with the three seed, who's going to be probably Detroit. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, none of those teams are, none of those teams scare me. Mm-hmm. I think the 49ers and Cowboys are probably the teams I think we stand the least chance against. Mm-hmm. We could get one off on the 49ers. Mm-hmm. It'd be an upset. Yeah. But we could do it. I think so, too. The Cowboys, I think, for some reason, I feel like Mike McCarthy going against Green Bay with no Aaron Rodgers is just going to own it. It's mm. going to completely own that matchup for some reason. Good. Uh Dan Quinn scares me too, but yeah. If but you can avoid you can avoid those two teams or you can you know mm-hmm. whatever like yeah just keep keep going you can you can this team could definitely get to the Super Bowl and lose. The thing is, so then they they match up against the Ravens. The Ravens would fucking annihilate us. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There's the Chiefs, the Bills. The thing is, like, I feel like there's... Yes, you feel like the 49ers are the odds-on favorite, definitely, to get to the Super Bowl. But they've also been blown out in a couple games. Yeah. All the favorites have. In the AFC, it's kind of up for grabs. There's a lot of really good teams in the AFC. And it feels like it could just be a hot team. Mm-hmm. It feels like it could just be a team that gets hot. And yep. we have yet to get hot. Yeah. We've had we had we started to, but we didn't roll. We didn't get we didn't roll. We won two games in a row against Detroit. Mm-hmm. We beat San lost to San Diego. The yeah. Chargers, the Chiefs, the Lions, or right. Lions Chiefs. I feel like the upside three games is not a hot streak. You need five games for a hot streak. Six. I feel like the upsides are there for us, and the downsides are there for everybody else. What what am I... I wouldn't... Well, I mean, I think if they got into the playoffs and I did bet, I would put a little bet on the Packers, right? Would the odds be good? No. But is there a shot? So you're saying there's a shot? That's why you want to bet. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's a shot. Of course there's a shot. It's mm-hmm. the longest shot of any Packers team <laughs> in many years. Since 2010. Yeah. First team to win it as a six seed. Not quite. There were a couple years that we were probably a further shot. Like last year when we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Look, here's... Here's one thing I need to talk about before we get out, and just because it's fun and because it's interesting to look at. We've been doing both. Which do you enjoy comparing Love to Rogers to better? Love versus year one Rogers? Hmm. With Love just passing Rogers for the wins, their stats being incredibly similar. Mm-hmm. Or love versus last year, Rogers, when we are ending on a very similar game with the exact same record that we had in this point with the divisional game at home. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting question. I feel... Um, I feel... I feel better about Rodgers when I compare to first-year Rodgers. Like, it, mm-hmm. it does kind of bring me back to that fondness you felt, like, the the Rodgers era kind of taking off and when you realized, oh, my God, this guy's good. This guy's really good. This guy's, yeah. like, the best. Yeah. Um, and that's funner to think about. That's more fun to think about. Mm-hmm. God, the fucking cat. <laughs> Not nice. Jesus. He just threw a pillow at his cat. Not your show. Pillow and kitty. <laughs> Not your show. Your show's all the other times. Look at all those big blue anger lines. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but I feel better about Jordan Love. I I feel really good when I think about, wow, we had Aaron Rodgers last year and we have Jordan Love. I would so much rather have Jordan Love. This this feels so much better Mm -hmm. than last year felt, than the last several years felt. Even when we were competing for championships mm-hmm. it feels better but i knew that i'm not like surprised i wasn't i wanted to move on from rogers before mm-hmm. last season mm-hmm. before the eight nine year because it was like maximize return this is only gonna get worse like and it did and it did and so it's great that love got his shot i love the way that he's like totally lived up to the expectations like mm. let's talk about it yeah. Totally lived up to the expectations. Yeah, man. Whatever they were, he's totally hit them. And so it's fun to think, like, wow, we we have better production than we had last year, mm-hmm. and a bright future. And it's also fun. It's but it makes me less angry when mm-hmm. I think about Rogers in that first year and how it was the same for him. It felt just as exciting when he was like turning into something real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. Especially this year, being that it's up against Rodgers and all the people that were fucking up his nutsack and making all these comparisons and saying, oh, Love is doing okay, but it's not going to happen. Oh, Love had a 50% accuracy game. Accuracy doesn't turn around. Mm-hmm. Um, It did almost immediately. So yeah, shut up. And... The thing that makes me excited is not this year, not even next year, but two years from now when he's really calmed down and he's got his composure fully around him and he's calm in the pocket and he's made all the throws. He's pretty calm in the pocket, but he still still has times where he's rattled on the fucking little out routes. And in a couple years, these little yips throws that are just... Too high, too hard, will calm down, and he'll have made that throw a thousand times, and he won't miss those shits anymore. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he's going to be really scary, and I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. It's very fun to think about. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy comparing Love to Rodgers of last year because it's, it's so similar, and you're also comparing him to one of the greatest to ever do it. When you're comparing him to early Rodgers, you're comparing him to a guy that his season was judged based on his potential, too. And mm-hmm. it, it, so it's a different thing. 
Absolutely. You know, you can't compare <laughs> Roger's first year and Love's first year without all the years that come after it. Mm-hmm. I think what you're looking for is, like, we saw what happened last year, and we were like, we know it can be better than this. And it was. Mm-hmm. And it was better. And it's going to be cemented that it's better when we win our ninth game and we make the playoffs. Yep. yep. But we are already above his first year. If we hit this game... <clears throat> Then we're above his last year, too. How fucking salty will Aaron Rodgers be when the Packers win the Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's not going to be able to keep up the happy for them act, like, for much longer. It would be... There was a two-sided thing of his McAfee appearance. One, he was talking shit about Jimmy Kimmel and the pedophile thing. The other side of that coin was he referred to the Packers as us. Uh huh. How do you feel about that? Does he get a pass for that? I think. I listen. I think it's interesting because <laughs> he is on the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Brett Favre wouldn't say us when he was a Viking. When or he was on the Jets, a Jet, right? Uh, and, and he's like, the other part of it is like, you've been with them for a year, but also you played three snaps, so you're not <laughs> yeah. really a Jet, Jet, mm-hmm. yet. And so, I it it makes sense, and it's also like, he could have said they, right? <laughs> he could have said Green Bay, but um, I've also seen some people say that, like, oh, it was taken out of context, he was said us because he was referring back to the team like they didn't beat us when mm-hmm. he was on the team which mm-hmm. uh which makes sense um but I, yeah the way that he talked about the bears uh is fine it's good people <laughs> loved it and and that's 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 okay that they loved it it w- it was It'll always be our thing. You know, it's like when, when your buddy from college is like, you're you're moving on in different directions, but you're like, yeah, but we'll always have those nights at Legends. Yeah. Every time we used to go out. It's like, those are those are our nights at Legends. That is like... Those were when, special When times. we see each other, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Even if it's no longer relevant to both Absolutely, but I don't think we're seeing each other right now. I feel like we are distant, we are separated, we are at different tables with different groups of people, and we are talking shit about each other pretty fucking actively. (laughs) And in the future, when he retires, yeah, it'll be a cute us thing. He'll come back into the fold. But right now, he can go ahead and keep our fucking name out of his mouth. (laughs) You bastard. What would you want him to do? Eat a dick? <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> he... The thing is, where I feel differently with Rodgers than with Favre is that Rodgers didn't really... Rodgers was, like, used up. He was, like, the the front office traded him when they were no longer interested in employing him. And so he served all the time that was that was available to him as as a Packer. He did he did all the packering he could. Brett Favre was a little bit different. His like, I mean, yeah, he tried to come back to the team, but 
the wishy-washiness and coming out of retirement so suddenly after we had already emotionally moved on and grieved mm-hmm. his retirement um, was different. And it was much more like you're trying to get out of here and you're you're forcing the end of this relationship. Whereas Rogers, it was like, no, we, we're ready to... to we, we don't want to be with you in your twilight years. Well, I believe it was very mutual. I also completely loathe Rogers for the way he fucked us with a contract saddled with large amounts that we couldn't get out of in years that he apparently never really intended to play for the Packers or the Packers didn't want him. Like, I don't understand how they mutually came to that ridiculously (laughs) insane number. It was a bad contract, not just for Aaron, but for for us as well. No, it was a great contract for Aaron. And then he goes to the Jets, and he willingly takes a massive cut once he gets to the Jets because he admits that that contract's too big to win with for a fucking team. <laughs> like, that, that is the part that gets me to be like, fuck you until you officially retire. You fucked us, and then you kissed them the second you got there. Yeah, he definitely with had... so much tongue. He definitely had a lot of, like ex-boyfriend energy at the beginning of the year like he mm-hmm. was taking his new girl to the fair and they were on instagram and it was like oh you didn't win a teddy bear for me why are you fucking spending all of your allowance to win a teddy bear for her oh yeah he posted new bay public oh, yeah. real quick yeah that was true then he tore his achilles and it was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah how's your boyfriend now bitch <laughs> Um, love it. And to be fair, I am uh, laughing at his injury because he's he's just very comfortably made person. He doesn't need to be healthy. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. And he didn't hurt that much anyways. We just watched it. He was fine. He sat there. He was salty. And he was like, well, shit. People <laughs> going to be mad at me. Yeah, I just can't walk. I let everybody down. Although, I, I it, it did remove the... A worthy, dramatic thread from the NFL season. It did. It did. Uh, I mean, it replaced it with one of the most ridiculous (laughs) fucking pie-in-the-face moments for the NFL. Yeah. In in history. Yep. The biggest fucking falling-on-your-face on opening night. Guys, we gotta beat the Bears. We do. We got to beat the Bears and we get in the playoffs. We can always beat the Bears. Oh, you know why? Because the Bears, Bears still, still suck. suck. They do. They still suck. Their seven and nine makes our eight and eight look shittier. They they are not good. They're mm. not a good team, which makes them a little scarier in our vocab or in our our flavor profile. Like the teams that we like to beat are good teams. We don't like to beat. Shitty teams. We like to lose to the Buccaneers. This is an ascendant. This is an ascendant team. Again, this is the tier. Like this is another one of those games that this is the tier that we want to get out of. That we are on the way out of. We mm. want to show that we are above this tier. But so yes, you want to come. Bears. The Bears no, had a don't. worse start than us. They the know Bears. They're rebuilding. The Bears are one game less than us. If they win, we are tied with them at the end. And their success has come later in the season than ours has. Mm-hmm. They're more on the rise than we are currently. 
Yeah, because they beat mm. the Falcons in Chicago in December. But guess who Blue lost to the Falcons? In Atlanta in September. That before they all realized their head coach was a dunce. <laughs> I mean, it was a different thing. We knew their quarterback was a jackass, and we could do nothing. Well, that was Joe Barry, week two. Uh, we just gotta prove it on the field, man. We yeah, just gotta man. go out there and just fucking beat the shit out of them. Yeah, those miserable sad sack fucks in Lambeau Field. Yeah, I am nervous as shit about it, and that makes it that much more exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I, you know, you're always nervous, like, oh god, what if we lose to the Bears? Yeah, and that's then the, we. That's the that's the anxiety it ever is. And that's all that is on Twitter for the next six seven months. The yeah. Bears. Laughing at us. I I'm fully. They can laugh at us if they want. Who's got a better future, them or us? We've got our quarterback. They. They're gonna fuck it up, and they don't have a coach, and they don't have an offense, and they don't have. I don't know, man. And they just traded away the second best middle linebacker in the NFL. This is the thing. What if we are really seeing the true beginning of the great Packers Bears? Rivalry. It's gotta happen at some point, right? It's gotta happen at some point. It's always been not very lopsided. Today, motherfuckers. May well, I mean, hey, not today. We can take it. We can take it on Sunday. What do we say to the god? Of but there was something that I was seeing when I was watching, like that last Bears team. They didn't look like a total group of fuck ups. There's still fuck up in them. Oh yeah, they've got it in their DNA, but they're playing right. like they don't realize it. Yeah. Right. I think we've talked about all the things that people talk about. And we've talked about all the things that people don't talk about. The only thing we didn't talk about was the things we didn't talk about. Like when you put a pinky and that's in your our butt third segment. <laughs> okay, never mind. I didn't say nothing. What'd you say? Nope. <laughs> Great note.